Hi, I'm Heather Knight, and this is the Surviving to Thriving podcast. One in four women will experience severe physical violence by an intimate partner in their lifetime. We're going to discuss the taboo topic of domestic violence and the tools our thrivers have used to succeed in life. We want you to know that you are not alone in this fight. Please keep listening if you or anyone you know has been impacted by domestic violence. Before we get into today's episode, I would like to thank our sponsor, night protection services for making this podcast possible and all the support they provide our cause just thinking about all of you know the the people that are going through you know betrayal or you know are getting out of a domestic violence situation or anything like that they're going to immediately go well not immediately because a lot of times seeking therapy is the last option for a lot of people mm-hmm. which i think is something that needs to change as well but they do they seek therapy and then you know they're going for PTSD they're going for trying to like rebuild trust and all of those things and i would assume that most therapists are not you know have not learned these five stages have not learned about this research and are not you know helping these people move through their experiences and so that it's just i was just thinking about all you know it's just crazy. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly why we certify our coaches and, and practitioners. I mean, we have therapists in our community certified in the five stages coming in with, we have one coach, 30 practitioner, 37 years as a cognitive behavioral therapist. So now trained in the five stages, you see, that's the thing. So whether people work, whether coaches and practitioners work within our community and then they teach daily classes and all kinds of stuff, or just work on their own, at least then they can really move these uh, patients and clients forward, which is the goal. Yeah. I mean, you've been through the worst of it already. You owe it to yourself to heal. Yeah. So kind of going back to stage three, because I would assume that a lot of people are either not at all in the stages yet because they are still in that situation or they're in stage three. What are some things that they can like ask themselves or do to kind of jumpstart that into stage four or even realize that they're in stage three? You know, I have a few questions that I invite everybody to to write down. That's my way of saying, write these down. Because <laughs> you'll see if you're numbing, avoiding, distracting. And if you are, that is your biggest clue to take a look as to why. So the first question is, am I numbing, avoiding, distracting? If so, how? Be honest with yourself. Do you, you know, you feel that negative emotion, things get uncomfortable and you, you reach into the cabinets. You're not the least bit hungry. You're trying to just you know, quiet down that voice. Do you put on, you know, the TV or whatever, just the minute you walk into a room because you are desperately trying to avoid this, you know, your own thoughts, be honest with yourself, call yourself on it. The second question, what am I pretending not to know? What am I pretending not to see? Am I pretending not to see there's trouble in my relationship? Am I pretending not to see that health issue that needs my attention? Am I pretending not to see, I I hate my job, whatever it is. What am I pretending not to see? And be honest. The third question, what's life going to look like in five to 10 years if I do nothing? I mean, play it out. Take that relationship issue, play it all the way out. Five to 10 years doing exactly what you're doing and see what happens in five to 10 years. Same thing with that health issue. Same thing with that job issue. And the fourth question, what can life look like in five to 10 years if I change now? I'm not saying it's easy. Transformation begins when you tell yourself the truth. Yeah. Wow. So one of the biggest emotions that 
gets broken during betrayal is trust. And it's also Mm -hmm. one of the hardest to rebuild. And what are you seeing and how are you kind of fixing that? Because I feel like you're, you may have some, and you know, let me know if I'm wrong, but I feel like a lot of people are going to be like, okay, well, I've healed, but I still don't want to trust anybody. I don't want to break down my barriers. I don't want to break down my boundaries. So I'm not going to let anybody in because I've worked so hard to protect myself. So how are you, you know, building that ability to then have a new relationship and be able to let other people in? Yes. Well, there's a reason why I wrote the book, Trust Again, (laughs) because it does, it gets totally and completely shattered. So I have a four-step trust rebuilding process. I'm happy to share it. But before I do, you know, trust is a, a monster. I mean, it's huge, right? And I look at trust like a brick wall. Every opportunity that person has to show that they're trustworthy is one brick in that brick wall, right? So over the years, over time, that brick wall gets built. I don't know of any other way a brick wall can be rebuilt than brick by brick by brick, right? And then that person who built the brick wall completely and totally shatters it. Now, you have every right to look at the rubble of bricks and say, I don't have the least bit of interest watching that thing get rebuilt. Totally, totally fine. You walk away. However, if you're willing to watch that brick wall be rebuilt, The other person has to be a really good bricklayer and they have to put it up the same way they did the first time. And that's why it takes time, brick by brick by brick. But what I see so often is the person whose trust has been shattered, they're so uncomfortable with this really painful, awkward space they're in that it's essentially where they're just like, okay, forget it. I just want to trust you again. I'll build a brick wall. You see, it doesn't work. They weren't the ones to shatter it. And so it really doesn't allow either person that opportunity for growth and transformation because the person who shattered the brick wall just got away with it. And the person whose trust was shattered is self-sabotaging themselves right there. Self-betrayal. Yeah. So anyway, you want me to teach the four-step trust rebuilding process? Yeah, that'd be awesome. (laughs) Okay. So it's in trust again. It's what we teach within the Institute, but here you go. So think about it. When you've been betrayed, you don't trust your betrayer and you don't trust yourself. You're like, I'm a bright person. How did I not see? How did I not know? So then for sure, you don't trust anybody else either. So because trust has been totally shattered, you have to rebuild it from the ground up. So I'm talking, you have to find the most basic, no brainer things to learn to trust in again. And you start with something that for, you know, for you, like, for example, will the sun rise? I don't even know. Trust has been shattered. I don't even know if I can count on that. So you look at every morning. Sure enough, there it is. Can I trust it? No. Check again, check again, check again. And when you can believe in that, that's your new base. Now you have a foundation upon which to stand. Once you have that, now you have to learn to trust in your gut, trust your intuition, trust your wise inner guide. So to do that, You have to think about what trust feels like for you. And I can't tell you because it's different for everybody. So you picture something that represents trust for you. Maybe a baby laughing, you know, maybe your dog wagging his or her tail. What does trust feel like for you? How does it feel? Where do you feel it? And then you go back to what does a lack of trust feel like for you? So go to that person lied to your face. That person betrayed you. Where do you feel that? How does it feel? Tight, closed, constricted, whatever. And then once you have those two kind of feelings in place, you go about your day. And with everybody you interact with, you check in. Which one does it feel closer to? Right? You're strengthening your gut. So you could feel this kind of sense of safety and security start to build. From there, you have to learn to trust in yourself again, because 
trust shatters self-trust. I mean, the shattering of trust shatters self-trust. So to do that, you give yourself little tasks and then you do them. I'm going to make that phone call. And then you do. I'm going to drink that glass of water. And then you do. I'm going to work out today. And then you do. And you're showing yourself, my word is law. If I say something, I mean it. I'm trustworthy. So think about it. You have your foundation upon which to stand. You trust your gut, your wise inner guide. You trust yourself. So you feel the sense of safety and security. From that space, you slowly, cautiously, and carefully can trust in other people. But what happens is we don't do those first three things. And we just rush to trust in someone else. It's like a one-legged table, right? You could see why that doesn't work. Yeah. Wow. So do you work with couples as well? Is that a big thing? So I would- Well, our intention in the Institute, I'll tell you, it's to get the person who's betrayed to their physical, mental, and emotional best. Yeah. From that place, we never know what's going to show up. Sometimes that uh, the other partner says, I better step it up to meet the strength of this person. Or sometimes they've completely outgrown them. We never know. But our our work is with the betrayed. With the but betrayed. very often the betrayer wants to work with us too. And so with that, are you, well, I guess you, you don't know the aftermath, but is have there been times where you've seen the betrayer work really closely? And so you've got like that kind of, I guess those test subjects, if you want to call it, where you can see yeah, that we've seen it. We've actually... seen it every day where the betrayed, you know, they get to this place and then they're at their physical, mental, and emotional best. And then they look at their partner and they're like, I don't have the least bit of interest in someone like you anymore, right? Now that I see myself clearly. And then we see also where the intention of, let's say, the betrayed is to get to their physical, mental, and emotional best. And the other person does as well. Like, but and what we've what we teach is rebuilding is always a choice, whether you rebuild yourself and move on. And that's what I did with my family. It wasn't an option to rebuild with them. Or if the situation lends itself, if you're willing, if you want to, you rebuild something entirely new. I'm talking entirely new with the person who hurt you. And that's what I did with my husband. So not long ago as two totally different people, we married each other again. New rings, new vows, new dress, and our four kids is our bridal party, I can assure you never in a bazillion years would I have done anything like that if for sure, if he wasn't 100% different and if I wasn't different too. But there's that complete and total crash and burn of the old that allows for the birth of the new. Yeah. So how do you see a lot of the betrayed bringing in, you do see a lot of this, but bringing in narcissists and how are you dealing with that? Because- you know, if you've got a grade A narcissist, it, sometimes it can be hard. Like they'll show that they're moving up. Do you see a point where it's kind of like, okay, you understand it? Or have you had times where they are, you know, matching them and then they, you know, the betrayed finishes the program is up there and then it kind of crashes and burns or have you, they're always we, up top. Sure. Yeah. We, we educate the living life out of the betrayed and we call them on all of this. And we actually even have one of our coaches who specializes in narcissism. So they, we have, them. they all specialize in all different things in divorce and reconciliation and, you know, chronic pain, whatever. And we have our narcissism coach and it's amazing because, you know, members go to whatever classes live, we have live daily classes. They go to whatever classes they need to and everything's recorded. So they could actually binge watch 
all, you know, I don't know, a hundred classes from our narcissism coach. And then they're like, oh, wow. And they understand it. And so from that place, they see it so yeah. clearly. And then there's also the support of the community, because when you see something clearly, you still need the strength to do something with it. Yeah. Wow. Have you done any work with narcissists? Because I wholeheartedly believe that you're not born a narcissist. You are made into one. I mean, you know, the research is there and everything. So they've been betrayed. Have you seen that you are reshaping them into not being narcissists? Yeah, they have to want it. You know, there has to be this willingness. Like they have to realize this truly is not serving. I'm breaking the hearts and the spirits of everybody who put their faith in me. So it is coming from them. It can, they can change, but only, only if they really, really want to. Yeah. And that's the difficult part there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Sure. I mean, you know, it's available. It could be the greatest thing. I mean, think about it. There's so much shame in that type of behavior. What's mm -hmm. the way to heal shame? You bring light to it, you bring honor to it. And shame is one of the most physically destructive emotions that we can have. So if someone's walking around feeling like, wow, this is just all I've done. Look at the damage I've caused. And there's amazing potential there where they can say, what the heck? Let me, I want to redefine who I am. What is this? And they can. Wow. That, I mean, that alone could be some of the most groundbreaking programs or anything. If we can solve, my husband does a series on the podcast about the men mindset of domestic violence and not just how can men do their part to stop it? Because it is a very female dominated, you know, it's not really an industry, but, you know, to help victims and everything. It's very female dominated. So he does a men's series, but a lot of them talk about how do we even stop it in the first place? Yeah. And it comes from healing the narcissist, because if we can heal the narcissist, they're not going to be abusing their spouse, you know? That's and amazing. so that is just incredible and could be, you know, but again, you have to, they have to want it. And a lot of them are very comfortable being assholes. <laughs> you know? It has to be so deliberate and intentional, yeah. you know, because it's so, all they can do is remember and regurgitate what happened to them. And they're like, okay, well, this is what I know. So it's a very different experience to recreate a very different outcome. Yeah, definitely. So wrapping up, I want to talk about your books a little bit. I want you to get, have the ability to promote those. So let's hear about your books and where people can find them and things like that. Yeah, great. Thank you. So the, well, I recommend everybody take the post-betrayal syndrome quiz to see to what extent they're struggling. And they can just find that at the PBT as in post-betrayal transformation, the PBT institute.com forward slash quiz. Trust again. I mean, I have a few books out, but that's the one about betrayal. And in there, I have the four-step trust rebuilding process. I have the five stages from betrayal to breakthrough with experiential activities, moving you from one stage to the next. My stories in there, my studies, participant stories are in there. And I wrote that also because it, it's, you know, during this time where we need support the most, we're the least likely to seek it. So at the very least, you have a book, you have the audio, and I did the audio, or Kindle, just to have it in your hands to get the support you need. You get it in Amazon, but get it from this link because I have all kinds of goodies that you get to. So it's thepbtinstitute.com forward slash trust again. 
Awesome. And listeners, you can find that link in the show notes. So just head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from, and that link will be in the show notes. Wrapping up, we've got questions that we ask everybody that comes on the show. So the first one is, what are your goals for the next 12 months? Next 12 months, just to grow the PBT Institute even more. It is as like AA is for alcohol, we are for betrayal. So I just want this. It's the training wheels until you don't need them. I just want as many people to know as I can that this is um, a place to fully heal. That is amazing. The next one is what would the new you say to the old you? Uh, The new me say to the old, just don't give up ever. Just don't. This is, if you have an idea, it's because you're the one to do it. Don't let anything stop you. That is so true. Don't give up on your dreams. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't do it because you can. What is something that a piece of advice or something that somebody can do to kind of move through a tough period in their life? Yeah. You know, this is a mantra that I would give. And and if you have to say this a million times, it's worth it, ready? Even though it happened to you, it's not about you. I love Say that. it, believe it, because it's true. Yeah. And, and that's so key because not in any disrespect, but everybody makes it about them. And it's not, mm-hmm. it is not about you. <laughs> it's holding your healing. That's yeah. it. You know, so know that it's not about you. Know that it was just an experience that gives you, that just gave you the incentive to create a version of you so healthy, so strong, so healed, so confident that never would have had an opportunity to show up if that didn't happen. So use it in your favor. Yes. Is there a podcast or book or anything that you recommend for somebody to kind of get through just that tough period in their life? Obviously yours, but... Yeah, from betrayal to breakthrough. I mean, every Monday we have just incredible thought leaders just giving you tools and resources just to move through betrayal. And then every Friday, I just give my own little dose of Dr. Debbie, just a nugget of something that I see within the community. I see in, you know, that'll help somebody heal. So uh, that's where they can find it. Awesome. And then finally, where can, just reiterate, where can people find you and get a hold of you if they want to start this program? Yeah. The PBT Institute, like I said, there is nothing like this that exists. So they could find everything they need to know about it at the PBT, as in post-betrayal transformation, thepbtinstitute.com forward slash join. Awesome. Dr. Silver, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been a fantastic conversation and I have learned so much and I can't wait for our listeners to just soak all this in. So thank you so much. Thanks for the opportunity. If you or anyone you know has been victimized by domestic violence, please reach out to us for resources and ways our organization can help you. You can find us on social media at 2thrivingatl, T-O thriving ATL, or online at 2thriving.org.